Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are having an urgent Phoenix housing market update. You want to stay tuned for this one. See you on the inside. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Josh Zuniga. This is my special co-host over here, Carl Freund. Good to see you, man. And good to see you, brother. And today we have- Fresh haircut. Oh, we just got it two days ago. Killing it, dude. Three weeks overdue. God, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's all good, man. Oh, because yeah, you want to grow hair, right? (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. It's all right, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a thing. So you got the good razor, though. You'll be shaving it up. Try. Nice. So, guys, today is a very, uh, very interesting topic. We're talking about urgent news for the Phoenix housing market update. So, what I want to start with is articles being put out by Realtor.com and you know nationwide publications that Phoenix has seen has seen the largest increase in inventory over the last eight weeks, sixty days. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, and we've seen that. So, just to give you guys some stats, you know, prior to I think probably in May or beginning of May, we were probably at five thousand homes or less, you know, for inventory on the market. I think we believe we're currently sitting at sixteen thousand or more. So, yeah, it's over seventeen thousand five hundred. As seventeen thousand five hundred. Wow. All right. So, so that's there's a big increase. Hundreds of houses going on the market here uh, within the Phoenix area daily. Daily. Huge change. Ma- well, massive change. But I think it's the numbers are a little misleading. And so we kind of got to be careful with it because I don't want to mislead people. Mm-hmm. There was a block of inventory of new homes that were off market, okay, where the builders literally didn't put them on the MLS. And they dropped a bunch of those. Okay, so there's a 1,000 right there. Yep. Also, Open Door dropped, I think they've got about 1,650 listings here in Phoenix Metro alone. So there's another 10% of the market, right? Mm-hmm. And to think that one player has got 10% of the market is terrifying. They usually have 20%. And we had we talked about an episode where yeah, we did. they had 20% of the market share. And so, I think they're starting to realize what's happening within the market. And they're starting to offload a lot of those properties now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, but it, and it is a little concerning, to be honest with you. We've never seen as rapid of an increase in home inventory in my lifetime. you know, And so it's a little unnerving. Um, there's always opportunity in the air. You know, and so we talked about that. There's always opportunity in an inclining market or, you know, a declining market or a stable market. There's always little pockets where you can find opportunity. And so, it, you know, in terms of a market update, I think the biggest question here is, and I'd love to see your opinion on it. Yeah. Where do you see housing prices going in the next three, six, nine, 12, 24 months? Okay. I'm glad you asked. So even with um, a lot of the listings that I had starting in May or even in June, we had no idea what was happening. All of a sudden, the buyers just pulled back. Interest rates got raised up, you know, and anything past five, people just really started to like take a second look at like how much they're actually going to be paying, you know, for their mortgage. And that's a consideration for any buyer. You know, buyers were in mass, you know, just uh, in the beginning of the year and in 2021. And then all of a sudden, they disappeared. You know, why is that? So what changed? The perception of the market? Well, obviously, the perception of the market, but in addition to that, their, their payments, okay? So... And we'll talk about this in another episode. As rates continue to rise, they were actually down earlier this week. We talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I tell with my sellers and even with the buyers, we literally have to like gauge what the market's doing week by week and month by month because it's changing so often. And you have to pivot, you know. And just like with gas prices, people are like they're sh- they're in shock, you know, because things are happening so fast. How can our inventory increase by three times in 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 eight weeks? 
That is insane. So yep. people are going to have to really, you know, learn how to digest that information and actually know if it's going to be working out well for their family and for their finances is a big one too. Yeah. People are really concerned about their finances right now. hundred percent. And I think, you know, it's the, the problem here is that there's an affordability gap. And I think that's what kind of was the sticker shock. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, let's just say you're shopping for a $500,000 house. Yeah. Six months ago, it was within your budget, you know, on a monthly payment. You could say your monthly payment, you can afford 3000 a month, just to, you know, all in HOAs, taxes, insurance, PITI, um, $3,000 a month. Interest rates go up, you know, 2%. And then all of a sudden that payment jumps by about five, $600 a month. That house that you're looking at 500,000 is no longer attainable. Okay. So then you're like, well, what can I afford? Well, a $400,000 house. Well, in Phoenix, those are hard to come by. Very right? hard. And so you're looking at way out, you know, Tolson, Tonopah, Buckeye, Buckeye, not Goodyear. even Queen Creek. You can't even find a four hundred thousand dollars house. Queen Creek's cracking, right? So like, yeah. ain't gonna happen. And so you know they're looking at it like, well, you know, do I rent? And so that's becoming a real question. And so it's something we can get into in a different episode, I think. But yeah, you know, very interesting to see. So you know, I guess in your opinion, go back to just what I asked. Three months housing prices. Where do you see them? They're gonna well right now. Prices are being cut left and right. Okay. And I was just having a conversation with another investor, obviously this morning. He's like, where do you see houses price, housing prices going for, you know, the next three months or any of obviously in next year. So for a seller that has, has been bought a house within the last three years, they're in a good interest rate, right? So they're not having what we had, what we saw in 2008, where they're doing all these arms and all these balloon payments. And then overnight, you literally can't even afford your mortgage. Right. So they just, you know, allow it to foreclose. The good thing about what we're in the condition that we're in now is that people are or a majority of people are in payments that they can actually afford. Okay. So if you're a seller, stay there. If you don't have to move, don't keep that interest rate, keep the payment and just make things work. And obviously people are talking about we're in a session. We've had a decrease in GDP for the last few quarters. And that's obviously going to scare people, you know, just hold tight. Okay. But there's individuals that have to sell because of family, because of relocation, because of job, whatever the case may be, those sellers are going to have to realize that they're probably going to have to take a haircut. I have two clients that are in the 900,000s and we've, one of them, we had to accept almost a hundred thousand dollars less. Ooh, and the other one were $75,000 where we actually started Yeah. just because, you know, if, even though you do a, a price decrease in the, today's market, it does not guarantee a showing. The listings are averaging zero to one, maybe two showings a week right now. Mm -hmm. That's just what I'm seeing. That's what I'm experiencing. I'm even having agents call me um, in similar neighborhoods where their listings are. I say, hey, Josh, I know you've been on the market for X amount of days. What's it like out there? And I was like, well, if you're listing, be ready to not have any showings. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is, right? And I have some, uh, I have some flips personally there in Sun City. Um, you know, a lot of those are baby boomers and older and they're very conservative with their money. In fact, you know, if they had their money in the stock market, their retirement accounts are shot. So I don't see them affording a house anytime soon or, you know, trying to relocate and have a second home here and putting down that because they're, they've been watching the news. The news has been changing their perception and making them not comfortable with investing into the market and making that, you know, additional move to invest into a property. So that's why we have to pivot. There's so much that's overwhelming people as far as information right now that I think that they're a little scared, which, you know, I would, I would, I would be in the same boat. You don't really know who to trust or you don't know really what information to, to understand or which one I should go with, but you need to understand where you need to be, where your finances are and make the best decision for you and your family. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, of course. I'm going to break it down for you. Three months, probably not going too far. Right. No. So 
you know, one of the things that you need to understand, the housing market is a very, very big ship. Think about it as a cruise ship, mm-hmm. right, or a tanker. It takes time to change directions, mm-hmm. okay? It takes a long time. There's a lot of still bent, uh, uh, pent-up demand that, you know, is still driving a lot of the sales that we're seeing today. People have a legitimate need for housing, right? And so they're going to pay for it whether they want to or not. You know, is it going to cost more? Yeah, probably. Do I see prices coming down in six months? Probably. And so I've called it, dude. I called this starting last year. I said, Yeah, we knew it. October 22, go back and rewind the tape. Guys, if you're looking to buy, you know, this year, Mm -hmm. I'd be looking at June, July, and August because that's your best chance of getting in with more inventory. Yeah. You know, people think that it's inverted in Arizona. It's not. We have the same cycles as everybody else. And it's good school, you know? Yeah. And so... You know, if you do buy a house, I would look at maybe June, July, or August. Maybe I remember the exact answer. episode we said it. Yeah, you know, in you know, fall. October 2022, you know, we're going to see that decline. And I do. Th- I think there's that reset. Longer term, we are seeing, you know, interest rates stabilize, which is good. He- the Fed got ahead of inflation, which is good. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that in a different episode soon, I'm shortly. But getting into the economics of it, I think we're going to be okay. You know, so do I see prices coming down? Yes, because there's a huge affordability gap. I assume coming down, you know, twenty percent. No, is what you said earlier. I mean, there's not going to be the foreclosure market that we saw. Yeah, is there going to be a need to sell houses? Yeah, is there going to be a need to buy houses? Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. so I think we're good. Nobody freak out. If you don't need to move, don't move. If you need to move, make a move. Yeah. You know, uh, any last parting words? And guy, that's a big thing you said. I was like, guys, don't freak out with what the headlines are saying. Okay, like they say, if they were in a recession, look around, man. Like people are still spending money left and right. It's like crazy. Okay. And I had the conversation like with the investor yesterday and earlier this week, um, you know, Arizona saw a 29% or Maricopa County within Arizona saw a 29% appreciation rate within the, with, within our County here. All right. So maybe you're not going to see if you sell, if you have to sell it, you're not going to see that 29% growth. No, it's not happening. All right. You're going to have to do your price cuts. You may see 25, you may say 20, but historically speaking, Arizona saw an average of 79% appreciation. So you're still ahead of the curve. 29%. Yeah. Well, uh, before, oh, 2020, yeah. Okay. before 2020, before 2020 and the nation average, national average, which was between three and five and three and six, depending on the state. Right. So yep. our appreciation was accelerated greatly within a year and a half, two years. Okay. Wonderful. You're still going to be okay. Even if you bought a year ago, maybe two years ago, you're still going to be okay. Take your money. If you have to move, leave, move on to the next chapter. But don't panic, guys. Don't start selling your properties, you know, and start doing, you know, $100,000, you know, under asking just because you're freaking out and you need to get rid of the property. Yep. If you have the ability to stay patient, stay patient, wait for your price and just and hold tight. Yep. Perfect. Sound good? Excellent. If I could say one thing, don't time the market, spend time in the market. Smart. So. Wise words right there. Cool. Wrap it up. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. We want to continue to bring you so much value every single episode. Until next time, see you on the inside.